This podcast is brought to you by Amazon.com. If you want to help support the show and uh, the future science missions and just all the kinds of science we're going to do in the future here, uh, just click that link that's on this episode's page or on the homepage at todayinspace.net forward slash home, and you just shop like regular, and Amazon kicks back a little bit to us for sending you there. It's real simple, and uh, it helps out a lot. So uh, without further ado, let's start the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I hope everybody's having a fantastic New Year's Eve or had a fantastic New Year's Eve because you could be listening to this in the future for the moment that this was recorded, which is pretty much always the future. Anyways, (laughs) welcome. Uh, Today in space, we're going to be talking about uh, a few ideas that I've had rattling in my head, uh, as I've been calling them, the ideas that are keeping me up at night. Because they kind of do, but uh, I'm gonna share share some thoughts with you on on just some stuff space related, uh, and then we're gonna go into a whole bunch of stuff about the show because it is the New Year's episode. I want to get a whole bunch of stats from the show. We're gonna have the most talked about topics, the most popular episodes from the website, and the most popular episodes on iTunes right now. So we'll go through those and. Uh, you know, just have a good time, and uh, we'll end up talking about space and all the stuff that we've gone through this year. This, this will be, probably be a great episode for anybody who's brand new to the show and, you know, wants to find out what the other stuff we talk about on the show. Um, or if you caught in a little, you know, halfway through start the show, it's a great, we're going to go back to a lot of the, the uh, earlier ones, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. And let's get on with the show. So first of all, before we really get into anything else, uh, I just wanted to say if you're driving tonight for New Year's Eve or or just at all, like, just be careful out there. The The roads are slippery and people are not paying attention. I mean, especially uh, what I've observed in Massachusetts the last week. You know, we had our first snow... And, like, everyone lost their shit. Like, nobody knows how to drive. And then on top of it, we've got some of the worst drivers in the country. And it's just... People are not paying attention. I saw two accidents. One guy spun out in the left lane going to work one morning. Uh, And, uh... There was another one that was pretty bad. Uh, You know, it was just bumper, bumper stuff and... Anyways, there's also, like, three other people I've talked to who've gotten into, like, some kind of accident. So, <laughs> be careful out there. Uh, it's, even if you're being a safe driver, it doesn't mean that everybody else out there is being safe. So, keep your eyes open and uh, drive safe out there. Let's get into the first part that I want to talk about. So, I've been thinking about this... You know, it's kind of like a retort to anybody who's going to be like, well, 
because I've heard this before. Someone who's just like, well, like, we could, like, why are we going into space if we still haven't figured out what to do on Earth? Like, I don't know why we're focusing on Mars if we're still trying, you know, to make ourselves better on Earth. And I mean, that is a valid, it's a valid argument. I don't think it's correct, but, you know, there's, there's, there's some thinking gone into that. Because we definitely do. We, when we start spreading humanity into, you know, across the universe, when we get to that point, you know, where it's possible, you know, we're going to be sending people and they're going to be colonizing and they are our <laughs> human representatives in the universe. So you don't want some shithead on another planet you know, who acts like an ass and acts like everyone knows a person like that or has dealt with someone like that in their life. Imagine if that was the first human being someone met. That would suck. Like, like we can't, we can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. We can't be having these shitty people out in the universe. So, you know, it makes me think of Star Trek. Star Trek was all about, um, you know, they had the Federation. And it was always talked about that, you know, the, the reason that the Federation worked and, and how life was like for humans in the Federation was that they had, society had gotten past the point where money, you know, was really necessary everyone was just working towards a goal of becoming a better the best person they could become and then traveling across the universe you know and trying to keep up relations and explore and do science and go where no one's gone before you know but it they you don't really like how do you get to a point like that like that's a great that's that's a beautiful idea but you know, how do you get to a point like that? They don't really go into it. And I'm not that hardcore of a Star Trek fan that I would know that kind of stuff. But there was a movie uh, where they went back in time because the Borg cut a rift into time and then went back to, uh, like, Borgify. <laughs> that's the word. To make all, like, Earth before they could travel through space. Uh, Borg, so that way they could destroy the Enterprise that was destroying them. So, like, they go back in time, and they go back to the first time, you know, the event where they first created Warp Drive uh, and tested it, and then the Vulcans saw that they had gone, like, warp-capable, and they were like, all right, these these people, they're ready. Like, let's talk. Like, we didn't know you guys were, <laughs> were warp-capable, like, how are you? <laughs> and like, but those people weren't the best, but they were what was left after some, it seemed like some apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic world where, you know, nuclear war had happened. There were people that survived, but it wasn't that many and their, the supplies weren't there. They were living outside basically and using whatever resources they could, you know. And then the guy who made warp, uh, made that possible became like this huge like important figure that everyone knew in the future 
you know, and that's what's going to happen to people that go to Mars first. I mean, not, not the same, obviously, but they're going to be viewed in history as, you know, these amazing people. I mean, everyone knows about Buzz Aldrin and, and uh, Neil Armstrong landed on the moon, right? Imagine what Mars is going to be like. I mean, that's our moon. That's our moon landing, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's going to be pretty crazy, but I think... I think we can avoid having to get to a point like like some horrific event that makes everyone go, oh, maybe we should do this. I, I think we can get around that without something terrible like that happening, like war or nuclear fallout. Like, I think we can do it, but we got to do better just with, with a lot of people. I mean, there's so many people who, I mean, this is, I'm, I'm a kind of person who wants to work hard. And, you know, work towards a goal and, and love what I do. I mean, that's the only thing I know. So I want to look for people like that. You know, they're out there, but there's also a lot of people who have just been beaten down by life or who, I don't know, just don't think they can do better than that. And it's not... You know, some of it's their choices and stuff like that, but it's also like who they hang out with. You know, so if we if we make it so that everybody just wants to be cool, and then the people who, you know, who are shitty are just like, well, this isn't working. So, well, it's also just teaching people to be happy and healthy and strong. I mean, that's what it's about. But I don't have an answer. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I know spreading spreading the word, spreading knowledge to people, spreading love, spreading science, right? Like, I think that's very important to getting us there. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough question. I mean, that's that's why I've uh, brought it up this week. It's a really uh, it's a really complicated issue, but I think there's a simple answer to it. And it's just getting people in a place where it's okay to succeed. Or no, it's not just okay to succeed. It's, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like expected. Not expected, it's encouraged. That's the word I'm looking for. It's encouraging. People are encouraged to succeed. You know, and that's not that's not putting some pressure on somebody to go down a career path that you think is the right one, like as a parent. Like forcing a kid into a career that you think is perfect for him is not that. You know, that's that's the easy way out. You know, you gotta go through helping, you know, encourage them to go for things that they like. Sometimes it doesn't work. I'm not saying I know. I don't have a kid. But um, if everyone just works a little bit at that, then over time we're going to get better at it, and then eventually we'll figure it out. But you got to put the work in. And, like, I feel like there's a lot of people who haven't put the work in nowadays, and they just have shitty characters. So we can't be sending shitty characters into space and spreading it because it's going to spread terribly. Number one, they probably won't even survive. You know, I feel like you need character to get into space. 
And I think that's what's going to be the big part about the next era of, you know, astronauts, especially since they're, NASA's trying to bring some new ones in with commercial crews. We're going to have a whole bunch of different flights and missions and people that are going to be needed. I guarantee you, just, just, it just makes sense that they're going to have some very important character traits. The people that are picked are going to be people that's, that's character is the most important part about them uh, just stepped in water. That was weird. You know, that sense, you, know, you step in water in your socks, and you're just like, oh, God, what is that? Yeah, that's what just happened to me. It's, it's, everything's melting outside. Um, anyways, <laughs> sidetrack. Um, yeah, like, they're, they're going to have some pretty crazy character. And I'm sure this, in, if, if we get to the point we're doing astronaut training, right, in astronaut training, I'm sure they're learning character building skills uh, and 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 working on their character to improve it. And it's not like some crazy thing. It's it's probably some really simple stuff that just takes time. So that way you it's it's called building a character, right? Like it doesn't just you don't just have character. You have to build it. I'm going in circles here, but I think the point I'm trying to make here is that if you're going to go into space, you need to have a lot of character. And I think if to someone who says, well, why don't we work on ourselves down here? I think it's I think it's one in the same. I think if more people are involved in space, then more people's character will be um, built. You know, then we'll have more people with more character and then more confidence in themselves, and then they'll be happier because <laughs> they're not filled with self-doubt and, you know, all this other things that someone without character has to go through. And then they'll focus. There'll still be problems, but we'll be able to focus on the problems instead of trying to make someone else feel like shit or ignore it because you feel like it makes you feel dumb that you didn't know that or that people who... <laughs> used science to tell you about this stuff makes you feel dumb so then you call them nerds or some shit like that so that that's my thought space takes character all right now let's talk about the most talked about topics on the show uh these are not in any order um but you can find them all the time at the bottom of this uh, of, of the website the in the footer of the website uh is always the top eight uh topics on the show uh so right off the bat i mean 3d printing uh is is one of the most talked about topics i mean and that's that goes without saying i mean i've i've been seriously into it and uh you know a lot of people uh actually respond online to the 3d printing stuff so um it's been a lot of fun. I mean, in this last year, I've built my 3D printer and printed my first print. Now, now it's like we're doing, I'm doing so much more stuff. I started designing upgrades for my machine and uh, pretty much anything that I want to design, I, I can I can build. I've never been able to do that in my whole life and I've always wanted to. So it's, it's really cool to be able to do that. Now it's just finding the time to fit it in. 
that's why if you're in college, get one now. Spend, when you have all that free time in college, get a 3D printer now. And even if you don't become great at it, you're going to become good at it just by doing it. You know, if you if you like put it, taking things apart, if you're an engineer, if you like challenge and you like problem solving, 3D printing is great for you. It's going to teach you so much just dealing with with all the things. You're going to be dealing with electrical. You're going to be dealing with plastics engineering. You're going to be dealing with uh, software. You're going to be dealing with math. You're going to be dealing with designing. It's so much and that's why I talk about it as much as I do because it, it really is exciting and, and and I've got I spent a good time this past week uh, doing um, the editing for a lot of the videos for the print so they're coming um, we're gonna have a whole bunch when they start coming out uh, so that'll be fun that'll that'll be soon and uh, I'm starting to get the hang of just filming 3d printing <laughs> I was looking at some of them and like how the different shots evolved. It's pretty cool just to see how you learn, you know, through time. You, you don't really, like, you know you learn stuff, but you don't really, until you look back at it, you don't really, like, get how much you actually have learned that you didn't know when you first started. You know, a lot of it becomes, like, second nature, and you totally forget that you even learned that. It's just, oh, yeah, that's how you do it. But 3D printing was awesome. Uh, definitely deserves a spot in the top eight. Uh, next is the ESA, the European Space Agency. And, I mean, they're in there for plenty of things. I mean, the first episode of the show was to celebrate the Rosetta uh, Filet Lander landing on Comet 67P. And, you know, it was really cool doing the episode a few weeks ago about the year, about a year of us doing the show. And, uh, like, in that year... They sent back a 3D model of the comet, and I printed it on my own printer. So I have a model of the actual comet they landed on, and it was a year ago. Like, that's that's incredible. Next is the Falcon 9, for, for very obvious reasons. Uh, the Falcon 9 has been uh, amazing to watch develop and grow and, and launch. and Because it, it's not only just like in development, it's, it's doing missions. It's carrying... Um, supplies to the International Space Station aboard the Dragon Capsule, it's delivering satellites, you know, it delivered, um, was it Discover, into the Grangian point between the Earth and the Sun, like, I think it's point two, but, Lagrangian point two, but, anyways, Falcon 9 has been amazing, we've seen the, the grid fins, de grid fins <laughs> deploy, we saw those tested for the first time this last year, and then developed more. Uh, we saw the first landing of the first stage of the Falcon 9. That's the first time a rocket in that mission, you know, delivering cargo into orbit, was able to land its rockets one step closer from last year to making spaceflight cheaper and something that everyone can do. Uh, and the Falcon 9, we saw the landing hangs, the grasshopper legs uh, develop too. It's been so much fun, and it's it's only the beginning. You know, we also, another topic on the top eight is the ISS, the International Space Station. I mean, plenty of things this year that happened that were just amazing. I mean, first off, we've got, you know, Scott Kelly and uh, Mikhail Kornienko 
are both up there for their year in space mission, where we're going to learn more about what effects uh, happen during prolonged time in space for this time a year. You know, uh, I think Scott Kelly is the longest uh, American astronaut to spend a year. Um, Mikhail Kornienko is, uh, I, I believe, someone in that same bout. But there were there are other uh, cosmonauts that have spent longer than a year in space, and I think it's cumulative, cumulative, cumulative. That's the one. Um, and though, I mean, the Russians, they, the Russian space agency has done so many spectacular things throughout the years and we wouldn't have gotten to space without the Russians and and the, the space race I mean for good or bad I mean the space race ran the gauntlet for space travel I mean if we didn't have the space race we wouldn't have gotten into space as quickly as we did you know we would have the same problems we have today with budget issues and people being involved in it I mean it's in the last year Space has really gotten some great backing with a whole bunch of stuff. But going back to the International Space Station, before I go on another tangent, um, so with the year in space with uh, Scott Kelly and Mikhail Konyenko, and then we also had the space, uh, the veggie lettuce. Space lettuce was grown in space and was eaten by astronauts aboard the International Space Station. And, like, that's crazy, like, to be able to grow plants in space to feed yourself nutrients is I mean that's that's a whole nother step to staying in space living in space long term uh, one of the other uh, most talked about on here uh, the top eight is Mars no wonder I mean Mars is, is a huge destination point for us in space travel so far uh, in the next in the next big steps you know Mars is our moon you know that's the next destination we're going to send people and we are going to send people. Um, and we're watching all the stuff happen right now, you know. We've got a very interesting situation. We've got NASA, who finally has a plan to get to Mars. We've got private companies like SpaceX and Blue Origins and other companies like that that are working towards uh, developing space technology. SpaceX specifically has a goal of going to Mars themselves. So... We've got people working on this, and it's just incredible. And then we also had the the water finding on Mars this year, which the evidence of water, a little misleading, but evidence of running liquid, uh, well, liquid H2O in uh, something called uh, RSLs, um, something slope linear, regressing slope linear, something R slope linear, simply called RSLs. Um, that showed that there is water, and they found that by beaming light at the surface of Mars and collecting what the light was reflecting or absorbing. I don't remember how that works, but yeah, crazy shit. Number one on this list is NASA, easily. I mean, they have the most vested in the space game, from what I can tell, especially in my intensive purposes, and... They're just a fantastic agency. It's really funny when you talk to people and they go, oh, yeah, they they don't exist anymore, right? And it's like, what? It's like, you still think they don't exist. Like, that's crazy. I mean, but that shows you how important the shuttle program was to public opinion. But um, NASA's on here for plenty of reasons. Uh, 
one of the biggest was the first NASA social event I ever attended, and we did this with the show this year. I mean, that was incredible. We got to go down to uh, Maryland to go to um, APL, the Applied Physics Laboratory, where they they do crazy, crazy science, where New Horizons was set up, where the mission uh, was run out of and got to meet some of the crew uh and and the people involved in that it was a lot of fun we learned about pluto and new horizons and it was a really great time it really was um i'm looking to find one again that i that matches my schedule so i can go again you know i mean they have to pick me first but that it was it was really fun it was and it, i met a lot of great people um probably the most fun about that whole thing was was meeting the people behind everything you know the people fascinated enough with space to go to an event like this like i did and the people working on it who were just as excited about it <laughs> it was really cool uh next on the list perfect i mean it's it's what i went to apl for and it's what we made a song about that's right we made our own song and released it me and john who's been on the show before made our first single ever called Pluto the Misunderstood. Pluto! I mean, it was like so much fun doing this song. I mean, I'm gonna play a little bit for you here because really happy with what we did. Just like talking about the different things that they've, they've we've learned about Pluto. I mean, we had the first images of Pluto ever. It was a dot. It was a, a, a reflection of light. And now we have such high def photos that we can actually see the cracks in the ice, the nitrogen frozen lakes on Pluto that form a heart shape as you're looking at it. And then all the other crazy, crazy shit we found there. There were probably cryovolcanoes on, on Pluto. The fact, the color of it, Charon, the, the, the binary moon of Pluto is like very, it's, it's more active than anyone thought. You know, and it's, it looks young. We think it's extremely young. Like all this stuff, Pluto, the whole system, learned so much and the planetary side of space travel is incredible everyone saw pictures of pluto this year so easily earns a spot up there and of course we've got spacex and i mean is is the last the final one but probably number two on this list you know the reason I, i talk so much about spacex is because they're at the front edge of it and they're unlike any other thing in space that we've really ever seen. So they're very fun to watch, and they do a fantastic job. I mean, it's not just I like them. I, I, I bring them up because of their work ethic and the people behind it and the idea of SpaceX. 
and that's that's why I bring it up so much. On top of the fact that they're just fucking awesome. But yeah, they landed motherfucking rocket the other day. And if you haven't listened to the last episode, <laughs> go listen to it. Because that was like one of the best things to like come home after work and, and I was like, Oh, that's right. Or am I after work or I don't remember. But just took a break to watch it and it was the most exciting thing I've seen in a very long time <laughs> I was running around screaming cheering and I was just watching it at home and there were people there crowds of people watching I'm, that's that's for this year this year I'm planning to go see a rocket launch I still haven't seen one that's on this that yes I know I know, I haven't seen a rocket launch. So that, I'm promising to you, I'm, I'm throwing it out there on the internet, this year I am planning to go to a rocket launch. There obviously could be a chance that weather could blow everything up, but we're going to take a stab at going to one of these launches, and it's going to be insane. We're going to have a podcast with it, we're going to have hopefully some kind of video. I mean, it's going to be gonna be sick all right and as we're finishing up here let's go quickly through uh, the most popular episodes from the website so these are the episodes that most people when they come to the website these are the ones they're looking at so if you haven't listened to these uh, go back they're really great episodes and I'm just so glad that that uh, people like these so much they were a lot of fun to do uh, number one is identical twins from Mars and the blizzard of 15 where I sat down with the assistant, we were talking about, you know, the year in space mission, what the identical twin study kind of means. And then uh, it was right before last year's blizzard, and we actually uh, had the assistant on to talk about the blizzard of 78, because everyone was saying this one was going to be just as bad, which they'd said before. And, well, we found out the next week and month later that uh, they weren't kidding around. <laughs> uh Number two uh, is Warp Engines, Warp Bubbles, and the EM Drive, and that's episode 34. And that's a part of a series that I do throughout the show. If, if uh, I ever get any anyone who listens um, that wants a topic done, or if like something hits the internet and nobody really knows what it is, I try. I sit down, do the research, and put together everything about it and try to explain it so it's a little bit easier to understand and kind of give you everything that you would need for that. So the warp engine, the EM drive that came out, you know, they said, you know, oh, we have warp capability. It really wasn't that. Go to that episode and listen to it, and you'll get a whole idea of learn a whole bunch of stuff about just a ton of different rocket engines, things that we actually use in space. I uh, go into all of that stuff, and then we actually go into what actually happened. What did they find out that made people think we had warp technology? And then also, like, what Warp would be like. So, fun episode, cool episode, go check that out. And then, of course, number three, one of my favorite episodes from this year was Drinking with Engineers. We talked about genetics. I had my friends uh, Neil and John come on, and we did what most engineers do. Sit down, have a few beers, and talk about science. And it was hilarious because it goes all over the place. And it's what... It, it was really awesome to finally do an episode that felt like 
what I wanted to do with podcasting from when I started, which is just capture conversation. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and if you don't know any engineers, <laughs> it's a great introduction to what engineers like. <laughs> uh, and next, uh, we have uh, the most popular episodes on iTunes. Um, these are, I think, in order. I'll just give you the top five, but you can actually see if you go to Today in Space uh, on iTunes, the, they'll show you the, the episodes, and enough people have watched now that uh, they're actually rating each episode based on watches, so that's pretty cool. So if you want to help the show, definitely, you know, if you're on iTunes, subscribe from there and listen because it, it helps the numbers out. Um, but number one, actually, let's go the other way. Let's go, let's go number five. Uh, number five was Celebrating Commitment. That was the episode where we celebrated a year for the show. Uh, number four was last week's episode, The Quantum Santa Theory. That was a lot of fun. Uh, number three uh, was a supplemental episode. It was New York City, Opinion of the Week, and Reaching for the Impossible. Um, another cool episode. Actually, back in the day when I was trying... <laughs> back in the day, like it was that long ago. Um, tried to do different types of shows every week because I'm still trying to figure this content weekly thing uh, I feel like we're at a good place now with it still working on it but uh, yeah I tried a bunch of different things supplemental episodes were more personal episodes but also talked about you know space of course because we have to um, we must uh, number two was Boston Beagle 2 Falcon 9 landing almost and leadership that was back in the days when uh, I just tried to do an hour and a half every episode for the hell of it instead of just, you know, worrying about people's brain, brains, just in general. Like, how much can you actually listen to in one sitting, you know? So, uh, but a fun episode, another episode with the assistant, and we just talked about a whole bunch of stuff. And number one, most popular episode on iTunes was A Turkey Day of Space Business. <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, another just good episode, man. Just uh, get getting into the uh, the swing of things here, and um, I've just enjoyed doing this so much. Um, and uh, that's that's it, guys. Thank you for listening this week. Thank you for listening this year, and we got so much more to come. I've got so much prepared with not enough time to do it, so. Slowly but surely, new stuff will come out, and we're going to have another great year in space. I guarantee you. Um, keep working hard for your goals. Spread love. Spread science. And have a great year, everybody. We'll see you next week with another episode of Today in Space.